Welcome to Football on the Rocks, where we pour ourselves a glass and help you dominate the fantasy football competition. During the season, we will recap the action for the week, identify targets to stock up on and targets to pour out, discuss our weekly positional rankings, and give you our DraftKings DFS picks of the week. So, Grab your glass, maybe put some rocks in it, and join three fantasy football experts and whiskey enthusiasts every week as we help you salvage your draft, win your league, and fight for the millionaire. Hello, welcome to Football on the Rocks. Tonight we are talking about your DFS, your daily fantasy sports podcast we're going to give you some insights some ideas and recap a little bit of last week uh for the football on the rocks people that participate in our league so that's where we'll start recap from week three so who beat the experts breaking news the experts suck (laughs) i think everybody knew that one already (laughs) yeah i figured that out pretty quickly this week we had seven count it seven people uh, beat us this week in daily fantasy sports. Uh, I will say that uh, I think we had at least one repeater, maybe two repeaters. So that was uh, an interesting piece, too, to keep a, a, an eye on that. So this week we have K. Walt, 14. Congratulations. I know that guy personally. Kevin, good job, buddy. He was actually our top point getter in the group. So I wonder if you made a, a millionaire game. You probably won some money. Um, hopefully you enjoyed that. Huggy Bear is also in the list now. Uh, Ped Rolf. Uh, Joe, sorry, it wow. says Pedro, Pedro the Lion. <laughs> Pedro the. I don't. I don't think it's he's late. a pedophile. I've Joe. had a lot of. <laughs> I've had a lot of straight. Pedro heads, the okay? Lion. Pedro the Lion Seven. He's a repeater. Caleb does fantasy. We know Caleb well. He might be a guest for us in a couple of weeks. He's he's a repeater. Uh, a Mart O Nine. A Mart O Nine. That one is new. So congratulations to you, Lord Des Do. Lord does do is I'm probably saying that I'm messing that one up. I'm sure. Anyway, that's a, a new one. And then Mo show. Good job for you guys. Congratulations to you seven. You are in the opportunity to win the bottle of whiskey from us. So congratulations there. Our top expert was John this week at 130 points, 130.72 to be exact. Um, so congratulations, John. He will get a point in our year long bet. Uh, for the season so good job john john is not with us tonight he is back to work at his day job and he is busy after being on paternity leave so it's just me and bobby again tonight it's almost like they left they're like oh he'll be back in like four months so let's just not do anything and he can do it all when he gets back yeah pretty much (laughs) that's 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 what it sounds like and i think the one of the persons that was supposed to help him like quit in that time frame so yeah good for him Anyway, going into this, uh, again, we're kind of structuring our, our podcast a little bit better here. So top stacks for the week. That's what we're talking about first on our DFS. Bobby, do you got a top stack you'd like to talk about? Um, so one game that I'm targeting is this Arizona against uh, the Rams matchup here. guy that I really like to stack with Kyler Murray is A.J. Green. Um, he actually has consistently gotten at least six targets every single game um kind of quietly and he's only 4500 so for the low low price of i'm doing really quick math in my head like 1203 dollars. so only about 20 percent 
or so, a little bit over 20% of your your allotted uh, dollars. You can get Kyler Murray, A.J. Green. Um, I'm doing a comeback with that with Robert Woods. I think he has a nice little bounce back game here. And so that's one little uh, uh, game that I'm targeting to try and get some points from. Good. I like that game too. I like that game a lot. I think there's some some unique double stacks you can do in Arizona. I think there's even some some potential double stacks with uh, the Rams with Higby being a potential in the double stack. Uh, I you know I I think there's just points galore out of that game. So you're not going to complain. It is a late game, so you're not going to complain. Uh, that's one of those things John likes to talk a lot about, like having his stack be in the afternoon games. Yeah. Um, well, so and you I, can kind of determine how, how aggressive you want to be. I know uh, you just mentioned Higby. I do want to caution you uh, actually on using Higby. The the Cardinals have only allowed about three receptions to the tight end position all each game all season. And okay. so if we're talking three, let's say he breaks that and gets like five and he catches right. And that that's we're talking receptions allowed, not yeah. just targets. Like let's say he beats that and gets four. Sure. I mean, you're not you gotta hope that one of those go, four goes for a touchdown. Right. Otherwise there's not a lot happening. Yep. Yeah, you're right. That's that's a great point. Um and you know, but anyway, I think there's definitely uh and in that and to that point, you know, a good double stack idea might not be as uh as uh like the you go with Arizona on the double stack. So you go Kyler you know, DeAndre, you're probably shying away from, but you maybe go Kyler, Chase, Edmonds, and like Kirk, Christian Kirk, right, or Rondell Moore. Right. Like, like that's a good double stack to me. And coming back with like a Cooper Cup, or coming back with a Robert yeah. Woods, you know, and, and depending and again, on what I think your, it all depends on looks like there. Yeah, right. And Max on Williams, what you got? Max Williams is a bit uh, almost the bare minimum for only three thousand um, for Arizona, and the Rams give up seven receptions per game at this rate. They've given up 21 catches a game, three games in. Yeah. Um, and so Max Williams is a guy that could be very interesting. He has 10 catches all season long, 11 total targets and 10 total catches. So he is, uh, when he's getting thrown to, he's catching the ball. There's a little bit of confidence there. And at only 3000, um, yeah, he could produce something worthwhile for you, especially at that very low, low price of just three thousand. Yeah, yeah, good point. If you wanted a cheap double stack there. Yeah. So next game we'll talk about is John's. He actually just sent us uh, kind of a quick snapshot of a team that he made very quickly, um, just to kind of give us a rough idea of what he was thinking. And his stack comes in the Philadelphia Kansas City game um, with him stacking and really double stacking Philly. So he's got Hertz. Rager and uh, Quez Watkins, who is 3,500. So that's a cheap guy you're looking at there. John has always kind of been a fan of the cheaper stacks. So mm-hmm. you'll see, you know, Hertz is not terribly expensive at 6,900. Rager's 47 and Quez is 35. So that's a really cheap stack. And he's coming back with Tyreek Hill. Um, so that kind of gives you an idea of what he's looking at. And again, That'll change a lot for him. My prediction is he actually probably goes away from Tyreek and maybe maybe goes to like Kelsey. Um, you know, you look at uh, the secondary for Philly's not historically been all that great, but they do have uh, what is it Slay? Uh, what Slay's his last name? I forgot his first name. Uh, Darius. Yeah, he's a solid 
corner. He's probably going to be, you know, focused on Tyreek. Yeah. A good They've only game. allowed Eagles Eagles secondary secondary has only allowed 26 receptions to wide receivers all season long. That is tied with the Green Bay Packers for the least amount of receptions allowed yeah. to a single position group. And, Contrary well, to that, they Tight ends are 20, probably studs. Yeah, 20, 20 yeah. receptions of tight ends. So to well, your and, point and you that you were just well, making the Dalton, there, Kelsey the Dalton is Schultz last week. I think that's yeah. that it, yeah. the, a Monday night. He blew him up. I mean, two blew touchdowns, him up. tons of yards. Yeah. Um, so that's a, you know again, Kittle something. Kittle had a really nice game for them the week prior to that. Yeah. Um, I don't remember who they played week one, but same sort of deal. Kittle, uh, or I'm sorry, um, what you were saying is that Kelsey definitely a guy that. Yes, you you don't mind paying up for this week. At yeah, his... I, yep. He's somebody I'm. I'm going to put him on at least he's, one team. He's, he's so at eighty one hundred. I mean, that's three thousand more almost than than everyone else below him. But you're basically, as we've talked about before, you're getting a wide receiver at the tight end position. Yeah, and for and only eighty one hundred money, you know, if you're if you're stacking it in a double stack like this, and you're saving money. You know, on Rager and Watkins, you know, I think that's fine. And then John's team here is he's spending eight on Tyreek. So, yeah. you know, I, I have no problem spending eighty-one on Kelsey, and I might feel right. a little more confident. About and that, the so. thing is, the thing about Kelsey this week is that you are paying. He is the most expensive receiver this yeah. week at eighty-one hundred. The, the most expensive wide receiver is Tyreek Hill at eight thousand. Yeah. Um. And. I would rather pay that extra hundred for Kelsey and get a lot more production and a lot more out of him, especially that tight end position, and then be able to, you know, play with some cheaper players at other spots. Yeah. Yeah. So my game is that I'm picking is actually Buffalo Houston. And this may be a little bit of a surprise because you usually like to stack games that have a lot of points potentially in them. Um, but I like it because number one, I like Allen, he's a little expensive for my taste as far as a quarterback goes this week, um, but I think he's he's kind of come out of his shell last week, and I think he had a really good week this week. So I like Allen, but I just really like the way that you can stack Sanders and Beasley. Um, I, you don't need to stack Diggs. Like, he's not necessary uh, in this rotation, so to speak, to be stacked because he's just not been a – Stud this year. He's been fine, but he's not been a stud by any means um, to start off the season. So, but but the way that you can stack Sanders and Beasley, both of them, right? Uh, Beasley's fifty four hundred. Sanders is forty nine. If you want a sneaky stack, this is just me coming in and telling you this. Um, Dawson Knox has averaged like ten points a week. He's thirty six hundred, right. um, and he could he could get you at least that return you look for of three times uh, without question. So uh, I think that's a good one. And the reason why I like it is because you're coming back with Braden cooks at 6,400. Like that to me is a good price for a comeback player against the team that you're stacking um, yeah. and in this game. I mean, even like if you look at cooks, because you know, he had a great week that first week uh, with Tyron Taylor at quarterback. But this guy has gotten seven targets, and that was his great week. Five catches, 132. 14 targets and 11. The guy's averaging 22 points a week, and he's $6,400. He might be 
He has got the fifth highest average per week, which is awesome. The only thing that makes it a temper your expectations is he's going against Tredavious White. So that's the only reason I'm a little worried, but I just don't see how Houston does not pass the ball the entire game. He's probably going to get around 11 targets. Mills might throw 12 interceptions, but that's okay. You know, Cooks is still a viable starting player on your roster this week. Um, So that's a game I was targeting, something I liked. Um, Let's go quickly into individuals. Bobby won't spend too much time here, but quarterbacks you like this week. Um, Well, I already already mentioned Kyler. Um, I've always liked Kyler for for whatever it's worth. Um, Another guy to potentially look at, obviously, Vikings have given up a lot of points, and so Baker Mayfield is a target there. Who uh, it's hard to know what those games are really going to look like because the Vikings they've given up a lot of points, but then they've also just shut down a pretty good offense as well. Um, so maybe they're starting to come into their own. Who knows? And uh, who knows when um, their linebacker God, why can't I think of his name? Vikings linebacker that's been hurt all season oh, long. Bar, oh, bar. bar. Yeah. when he comes back, that's going to change the, the dynamics there. Uh, Sam Donald is a guy to definitely take a look at. Dallas um, doesn't impose all too much. They've allowed 88 receptions all year long, so that you like to see. Now, obviously, some of that was uh, in in that very first game of the season, but they've given up over 1,000 yards this season so far, and Sam Donald gets at least 275 yards each game, uh, so he could definitely easily hit that bonus points for you, and only 6,000. He's a guy to definitely keep an eye on. Uh, Bridgewater is one that probably won't be owned in too many leagues, um, they're going up against Baltimore again, a team that has given up almost a thousand yards as well. So he's one other in that $5,700 to acquire him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, real quick on mine, you know, I'm not going to hire highlight three. I was asking for more one, but that's okay. Um, you mentioned Donald. He was on the list of a guy I wanted to, to potentially mention. One that I like this week, too, is uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, I look for him to have a bounce-back game against a, a division rival. Seattle's kind of reeling in that division right now with everybody else playing pretty well. They need a win. Um, going into San Francisco will be tough, but historically, Russell's you know kind of loved the tougher games. That's been his jam, so to speak. Um, but uh, uh, San Francisco's also struggled against quarterbacks. They're 30th ranked in, on uh, DFS. Uh, against quarterback. So Russell Wilson, a guy that I'm, I'm looking at and potentially highlighting um, this week. And then somebody that is, uh, and I'll mention two because Bobby mentioned three, but somebody that might be, he's a little bit cheaper than you kind of expect that might be a little bit lower owned because of the fear of going against a good defense is Dak. Uh, you know, the guys, he's, listen, he had 31 points week one, eight points against the Chargers was killer for anybody that took a run on him. Uh, but then came back with 21 points last week against Philly in a game that they dominated. This game will be closer, so I do think that uh, he'll be, a, you know, a potential to have a little bit better game. Uh, but just somebody to look at. Running back side, Bobby, name two. Who do you got? Um, I got Gibson and Taylor are the two that I'm targeting this week. Uh, Atlanta, not very good against uh, really anybody. Um, so that's kind of easy analysis there. Indianapolis, 
going up against Miami. He's actually one that I do like a, a defensive stack with, grabbing the Colts defense at only 2,700 against Miami, who has given up a lot of defensive points so far. Um, I think Indianapolis is going to win this game. I do feel like they're going to play a little bit better. And so um, Taylor has a lot of goal line carries. Yeah, he hasn't taken too many of them into the promised land with exactly no touchdowns so far this year. Um, but he's got 42 rushing attempts. That's going to continue. Um, and not a lot of people are going to be on him, I don't think, this week because the last two weeks he got six and eight points respectively. Um, he's not all too involved the last two weeks in the passing game. Um, but this is one where where I see him – rebounding, getting more involved in that passing game. Dolphins have given up uh, about 50 yards a game to the wide receiver or to the running back spot, um, as well as about six or seven receptions each week to the running back position. So I think this is a week where Taylor kind of bounces back and pays off that $6,300 price tag. Nice. Nice. So the first one I'm going to give you is a no-brainer, and everybody knows it. Um, and that is uh, Derrick Henry. So I think he's worth – he potentially could be worth the price this week. <laughs> he is 8800 okay? So you're not excited about that price. Is he going to have a 50-point week like he did against Seattle? I don't think so. Um, is he the a, most expensive player? Uh, I think so. This I don't week. think at quarterback prices, but he could be. Um, he, but, is. Yeah. he is. He is. He is it's, by it's, by seven hundred dollars. Listen, the next closest guy, eighty one hundred. Right. So because of his price, he's gonna have lower ownership. So compared right. to like what he might normally. So that's where I kind of like the value that you get there. The other guy, if you're gonna spend money on a running back, a guy I like this week is Kamara. Now Kamara's not crazy expensive. He is eighty four hundred. So, well, oh, never mind. I don't know why he's lower on my list. Anyway, he's eighty four hundred. He is expensive, but I like him this week. The Giants have proven to not be very good. You saw what a receiving running back did against them last week in uh, Cordell Patterson. Um, so, I think you could have a pretty decent week. He's he's really in in non off week. So I, I'd consider the week against Carolina kind of an off week for him. He's got 18 yeah. and 20 points in his other two weeks. So that's pretty decent. But you are looking for a bigger score from him, and I think you should get it uh, here against the Giants. Um, wide receivers, Bobby, name two. Uh, Calvin Ridley. Um, Washington gives up about 62 receptions in three games to wide receivers. So that, by my calculations, equals a lot. Uh, Jalen Waddle. <laughs> is a guy that I like as kind of a, a, a comeback player with Taylor. Um, I, I see Miami probably playing from behind, and Indianapolis gives up uh, a lot of yardage uh, to the wide receivers. Waddle heavily targeted last week. What did he come with, like, 12 receptions last week? Yeah, only 58 yards. Yep. But um, that that's just heavy, heavy usage, and I don't see that stopping. Yep. And he's, and he's under 5,000. Yeah, that's a big thing, too. I think being under 5,000 is something to pay attention to when you're looking at wide receivers. I think a lot of people try to find some deals on wide receivers. Uh, Waddle, in this case, would obviously be a deal. Um, for me, the, the first deal I'm looking at is potentially Rondell Moore. Um, so, I, again, it, they're kind of jumping back and forth. It's hard to predict the exact wide receiver in Arizona. 
We briefly mentioned him earlier. I think you're getting the value at 4,600 out of him. Um, even if he ends up throwing up, say, a 12 or 15-point week, uh, you're still getting some nice value out of him. Um, so I, I, I do like him as a good value right, a wide receiver. On the other side, on the flip side, some of you might spend a little bit more money on um, that I think would be you know worth the dollars that you're going to spend on him. Is uh, I was going to say Ridley Bobby, but you took him from me, so I'm going to go in the same game and go with Terry McLaurin. Um, you know, this could be a game where you see kind of what he did against the Giants: eleven catches, hundred some odd yards on fourteen targets. Um, this one, I think, you know, again, kind of a similar type of game. Maybe not, maybe not a, like fourteen targets, and maybe not that much because they'll they'll have a, a pretty decent, uh, you know, should have a lead in the game. Um, but how they get that lead, I think, is going to be through the air. And McLaurin potentially a two touchdown game. I can see it. I can visualize it potentially a two touchdown game out of him this week. Yeah. Um, obviously, we talked a little bit about Kelsey at tight end. Uh, I'll take this real quick. Anybody that I might consider, you know, you got uh, you got Kittle. I like him for the price, um, so it's right. hard to ignore that. He does have a questionable tag right now, but I think he'll be fine. Um, so price point wise, it's hard to ignore Kittle. Um, but mm-hmm. if you but but other than you know Kelsey's an obvious choice, um, Kittle I think is somebody that from a price point standpoint. Uh, definitely should be on your radar. Who do you got? Yeah. Um, so a couple teams that I'm I'm really more so targeting teams that are giving up a lot of receptions to tight ends, um, and then just like who is the guy that they're playing against essentially. Um, so Baltimore right now uh, so far has given up the most to the tight ends. They're playing against Denver, and so Noah Fant at forty three hundred is a really easy play couple other teams that are giving up a lot of receptions. One guy that you already talked about, Houston Texans, giving up about seven receptions a game, along with the Green Bay Packers and uh, the Rams. All three of those teams, Giants as well, um, all giving up at least seven receptions to the tight end position each game uh, on average. And so those are a couple of teams that I'm looking to try and just match my guy up against, see what's going to happen there. And so a guy that you talked about earlier, Firemuth, uh, for Pittsburgh is a guy that you could definitely target. And he is in that cheaper range. Dawson Knox, another guy down in that cheaper range to be able to try and grab. Uh, Firemuth is only 3,100 against that kind of a, a defense. Um, and so there are values to be had out there. And they can return uh, that investment as well as kind of unlock those higher price players by grabbing a cheaper tight end going against one of these uh, poorer teams against the tight end. Yeah, and Friermuth was on my last podcast, a Niehoff guarantee pick. So there you go. Um, millionaire from last week. So obviously that kind of highlights the players. It gives you our top stacks. Real brief recap on last week. Millionaire. Um, this was congratulations to WMM70116. No imagination in that name. Okay. Um, but uh, he had a great week. He had a du- – listen to this. So, again, we talk about what these teams are comprised of. So he had two stacks. He had a double stack with Allen, Sanders, and Beasley. So I mentioned that stack actually today as a potential option. Um, then he also stacked Madison and Jefferson in Minnesota. He had two comeback stacks. Not stacks, but he had two comeback players. So – in the uh, 
Alan Sanders Beasley game, he had Logan Thomas as his tight end as a comeback. And then in the Madison Jefferson game, he had DK as a comeback. So that's pretty, pretty unique. That's something that, again, it happens, but that's, that's taking that, uh, that stuff we've talked about. You're taking a stack, you're taking the double stack, and you're having at least one comeback player. He did it. He basically picked two games he liked, picked a comeback player in that game, and hit. This guy had it right. He had over 230-some-odd points. Um, and then he hit on top of that. He hit on Swift, and Arizona's D had a good game for him. So that's where his points came from overall. Again, congratulations to this guy that probably has no clue who we are and never will listen to our podcast. Um, but that's how he did it. So for those that are interested, that's how it goes sometimes. And again, one of these days, you know, somebody we know might just hit that number and that'd be great. Congratulations to them if they do. Um, but this is why we play the game. So anything else about any final thoughts? If you do win, please, I would appreciate like having a beer with you. So let me know if you do well, that. Well, if you win, then you are automatically invited to be on our podcast and probably become an automatically become one of our experts. <laughs> yeah, you should be doing this as opposed to listening. <laughs> yeah, we might still beat you in weekly fantasy, but <laughs> on the DFS stuff, like that's that's all you, buddy. Come on. Yeah, that's a little optimistic. Look uh, for your 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 invite uh, on our uh, stuff um, from Bobby. It, it already got the notification. Uh, for me, so I'm right. If if you've here. joined our league, you should be getting notifications when these uh, things go live automatically each week on Wednesdays. I do also post them on our Twitter page as well. Um, that's at Football OTR on Twitter. You can find that. There you go. Perfect. Good deal. Well, I appreciate you for listening to us. Hopefully, you enjoyed tonight, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.